Joey Salvia here to set the stage for you. But first, I want to personally thank you on behalf of Westwood One Podcast Network for coming along for the ride with Opie Radio. Yeah, we know it's not easy to follow along without actually seeing what's going on while our host gallivants around, sometimes drunk, with cumbersome recording gear. But that's part of what makes this whole thing a bit more charming, no? Like take this Nantucket trip. We have Sherrod Small walking around as if he's vacationing in Jamaica. We use Venmo for weed now, too, so you don't really need it. Looking to throw down. I'll tackle you, nigga. <laughs> Most of us would only be throwing down a box full of Little Debbies. Let me just go out here and talk to this motherfucker for a second. Right. Of course, there's Vic Henley, who obviously hates working for free. Hey, Says yeah. the man who gives us no money. He brings a bit of wisdom to the show. I can remember going to the Sadie Hawkins dance. Because he's old as fuck. <laughs> old as Vic Henley. Lord, have mercy. That was before the sock hops. And how can we leave out the naturally funny chef Carl Ruiz? Marie had a buzz on her. Totally. Yeah, from, I, since 1994. <laughs> full of street smarts you couldn't buy in one lifetime. We're definitely looking. You don't have to say that, Opie. What? We're going to catch a charge out here with your autism. <laughs> I could see him now in his Nantucket terry cloth sweater. What's not to love about the Cuban? I'm like exotic. I'm like a fat <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> he pretty much goes with anything. Last but not least, there's Greg Hughes, Opie who I swear sounds no different than the guy I first heard on WBAB while heading to band practice on Long Island back in 1994, playing the ringleader, like Spanky from the Little Rascals, but with the personality of the Artful Dodger. I think it's time to do uh, an electric shock OJ. Surrounding himself with all types of interesting characters who'll make you laugh out loud while keeping things moving at a steady pace. He interviews A-list celebrities when they need them. I used to be really famous. I'm sure, yeah. Look up Opie on your phone right now. Do it, O-P-I-E. He knows what it takes to put on a show. Tonight, he wanted to make use of the main theater for the Nantucket Comedy Festival, since it wasn't being used. But word got around quickly, and a few lucky people showed up anyway. So here we have an unannounced gathering with the boys off the cuff with a few Lucky Island visitors, some locals, and Gloria with their pick of any seat in the house for a special live-to-tape podcast from Nantucket on Opie Radio. Well, you thought we were just going to do it in the dark? Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping we could do the podcast in the dark, but that's not happening. What's going on, everybody? This is the Opie Radio podcast with Vic Henley, and I'm Opie, and that's Carl Ruiz from the Food Network. How are you? And Sherrod is uh, probably out back smoking a joint somewhere, but he will be on stage in a few minutes. So uh, I must say that it was my dream. I've been doing radio since I was 18 years old, and my dream was to play an empty theater in Nantucket. So I have finally uh, have made it. Thank you. I really enjoy Nantucket. This is the richest people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you're pretty impressed with the, uh, the wealth here? I'm a New Yorker. New York is Bosnia. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Do you feel comfortable though? There's not a lot of people that look like you on uh, Nantucket there. Carl. Oh, well, you just have to judge out loud here. It's hot. I don't like that. That's too salty. <laughs> and then they think you're from here. It's unbelievable. Tell them about the party you went to where you just fit in with billionaires because they don't know. Oh my they God. simply just don't know if you're also a billionaire. They thought I was like a tech guy. Right. I'm wearing, <laughs> right. I'm wearing mental patient slippers and stuff and touching everything. They're like he must be one of those. <laughs> people he builds apps it was unbelievable the house was it was so classy like i'm sitting there, i'm like even if i had all the money in the world my house would look like shit yeah you know it had like a terminator poster <laughs> it was perfect everything in the house is perfect and they had a white chef you know how expensive it is to have white <laughs> that, that's the thing that amazed you funny, like I, I looked at the guy i'm like hola he's like nah man greg <laughs> oh shit that's real money it's the real thing. It yeah. was on. I, I love it here. Right. And I looked at the. I went to a real estate thing, and I'm gonna have to love it from afar. <laughs> <laughs> so for a second, you actually thought, man, I'm gonna go see how much something is. I like it so much. I bought two sweatshirts. I had to transfer money from my savings. <laughs> <laughs> like the lady said, ninety dollars, and I got like sweater Tourette's. Yeah. Like, Fuck you. Fuck this. Fuck it. Shit. <laughs> I got to go to Vic Henley because we were talking earlier, uh, you know, and you have a theory about people's last names on, on, on Nantucket. And I, I, yeah, I like your theory. What was it? I forgot. You forgot? Like, did I tell you this? We like were drinking a lot in the bar last night. You forgot. Bachelorette party. I went to dinner and there was an I came back and these geniuses are in the middle of a bachelorette party for Rose and Crown. 
And uh, yeah, I thought there was a soul train line starting. It was just uh, two women were hot when we were making out, and the crowd was from the circle around me. Yes. And we were just enjoying it. When Vic says crowd, he means me. Carl draws a crowd wherever he goes, though, that's for sure. I'm the one that started that whole bachelorette party thing, by the way. Yeah, Scott Small. Oh, there he is. I was packed in here. <laughs> We could have done this shit in my hotel room. <laughs> yeah. I don't leave a room for this. We could have done this in a room. We, we can move this to the green room yeah. and make it nice and intimate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you forgot your theory, well, though. That was my theory. Basically, about- you know, when you're on Nantucket, if someone's name is Reynolds, oh, their last that. name. Oh, Reynolds. I got you. Yeah, right. Right. I, yeah, 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 I told him, I'm like, any other city on the planet Earth, if you meet somebody and their last name was Campbell, it wouldn't be for, like Campbell's soup. It's the person. Here on Nantucket. <laughs> if your last name is Campbell, then you're Campbell fucking too. You know, I met uh, Mike Yellow. It's family owned to call Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rich, it's a rich island. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm Diane Reynolds, but it's like Reynolds rap. You know? yeah. Everybody is the person. Where other than Nathan, it's just Bob Jackson. You know, it's just not, not like Jackson Hewitt. <laughs> it's like that where I'm from too. Like when I meet Mr. Chapo, it's Chapo. It's the actual drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Good guy. He's a good guy. All things Why considered, we only got he's a good guy. Mics on his stupid ass stage. Who's in charge? Two mics. This place is, you got money. <laughs> it's like a relay. Like mic. Yeah, we're just handing over the mics. Yeah, it's like a relay race. It's like the nice. worst orgy ever. <laughs> two cops and four dudes. Oh god. Money back? <laughs> it's five o'clock, Sharad. It's five o'clock, bro. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, look at that. We got another ah, microphone. Hey! Thank you, Junior. Very nice. That's Max. Thank you, Max. That's Max. Nice. Thank you, Max, for helping out the podcast. Mac, 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 it, Mac. Oh, Mac. Hello. You may see Mac. 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 Lindsay. Mac is the guy that got kicked out of Germany, yeah, right? Mac, Mac has just returned from Europe because he broke the rules on the class trip. Is that for real? Yeah, no shit. How do you get kicked out of Germany and being white? You can get a beer in Germany if you're 16 years old, and this hot woman from Texas that he was flirting with was trying to get him to buy a beer, and he took it, and then the, every chaperone was the teacher saw him, and they sent his ass home. That teacher well, should be fired. He did the right thing. Europe, and then Germany is 15. They had already told him, though, you, you're, even though that's true, you can't drink. This is a class trip. And so that was a $1,385. I'm going to start a letter writing campaign for that. $1,385 for the beer. And he can't remember what kind of fucking beer. <laughs> Probably. Like, make up something. Just say Warsteiner. Don't just don't say or, or make it funny and say like Miller Lite. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 16. He's 16 years old? He's 16. I'm right there. You got a girlfriend, man? Yeah. Hey, come on up here. Don't do it. Don't put that back. evil on you. <laughs> I told me as a story for life, though, getting kicked out of Germany, on, you know, from a yeah. school trip, for drinking at 16 because uh, the chaperones didn't appreciate that. Kicked out of Germany? Where'd that camera go? Where'd your camera go? That camera? I gave it away. I lost a camera like that in my divorce. I didn't even know my wife liked taking pictures until Man, I got to know. Know. I like how Max yeah, had his butt to the audience. <laughs> he just, he just leave, he's a pro. He moves right around where everybody could see him. And he goes, to, do I get a chair? Do I get a chair? You, you might as well. Mine. There you go. Yeah, there, you hey. go. there you go. <laughs> it's Benjamin Button, Vic Henley. <laughs> 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 so, so you got to tell the story of Germany. You, you guys are over there for a field trip, and what happened? How did it go down? Well, uh, it, I mean, it, it progressed pretty quickly because, um, you know, this was like, what, two weeks ago, I think. Mom, two weeks? And uh, now I'm doing shots with Ron White with my mother. So. Oh, oh, that's a hell of a punishment, Mom. That's a good mommy. That's kind of like when my father called me smoking, then he made me smoke the whole pack. Your mother's going to make you do 18 shots. I wish my family cared about me. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I'm drunk. He's like, we don't care. Everybody else stayed, and you had to come home by yourself? Uh, so it was me and three kids who got caught, and they were like trying to egg us on to, to snitch on them, and I wouldn't do it. Oh. Like just oh. get stitches, cuz. Yeah. You, did, you did the right thing. You did the right thing. I haven't told on anyone, even though all those people are dead now, and I should have. But <laughs> you know what? Actually, I have no advice for you. <laughs> so you took the hit? Uh, yeah, so me and three kids took the hit. Oh, so all three. Like, yeah, all right. You stick around with those kids, because... You're going to have to lie about a lot more stuff as you get older. And you're going to need those type of people. <laughs> Honest people are dangerous. Wasn't the girl American? 
Oh, yeah, she's from Texas, so. Well, it's all good. All right. Oh, wow. So she made you buy it? Uh, she, like, I was pretty tempted at first, you know. Right. Uh, okay. Have you ever read Adam and Eve? This is, yeah, it this happens thing, yeah. for thousands of years. You bit that out. <laughs> yeah, you did. Did she try to make both, all three of you guys buy the bear? Well, like, I, I, I went up and started talking to her, like, do you have Adam any, boy. like, soda or anything? And she's like, well, we had this Diet Coke from, like, four years ago. And then she was like, do you want some alcohol? And I said, yes. There is no... <laughs> You can't that say boy. no. There is no no to that because that's a trap. That <laughs> There's no no to that. I've question. never said no to alcohol. Right. What does mom think of this? It was expensive beer. Because you now had to fly him home. They wanted me to go through the Middle East, but my mom, uh, she, she said no on that. No on the Afghanistan air. <laughs> is that you know? I think that's a, I think that's a sound decision. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know the track record, but it can't be great. <laughs> they try to fly you through Afghanistan, then back to the U.S. Yeah, so I, I don't even know. Like my mom, she kind of flipped out on the phone because she didn't want me to get like blown up. That's a mom thing to do. I would love to hear a Nantucket mom flip out on the phone on Air Afghanistan. <laughs> that mu- that's a podcast right there. Uh, she's. She's not an Antarctic mom. She's a Georgia crazy hillbilly mama. So, Even worse. Oh. Way worse. Yes, exactly. Oh. That's way worse. Well, I'm sure she got their attention really quick. I dated a girl from Georgia. You, you snapped too pretty quick. I dated a girl from Stor- – she stabbed me. <laughs> a girl from Georgia. Yeah, tell the story. That's it. She stabbed That's me. That's it. <laughs> I didn't talk to her. What's the story? You said hi and she stabbed you? No, she said if you go out with those guys, don't go to strip club. And I said, okay. I, that's not ever going to be true, right? Right? Because the strip clubs in Atlanta are premier, because you have that Imagine southern night, like hi, hi, doll, and right. you just have to call me doll once, and I'm throwing out hundred dollar bills like a weed <laughs> <laughs> So she showed up in the parking lot and stabbed me, stabbed me in the thigh. Yeah, going in or coming out? No, right, coming out. <laughs> but I was drunk, so I was like, God damn it. <laughs> on, my, on my fucking linen espadrilles <laughs> I just got these Some girl told me I looked like Don Johnson in there <laughs> And then uh, and then she stabbed me And then we had to go to the hospital It was like three hours before the makeup sex Which was bad because my leg hurt All right. <laughs> <laughs> she was a good She was a good kid she was a good know, now, now reviewing the relationship she, It was on me That was my fault She, she just I, had passion I think that's marriage material right there yeah, for you, she used right? Spit talk and that spit. Yeah. Oh, it was Someone in the audience when you mentioned the Atlanta strip club said, "Uh huh." Atlanta. Who, who knows about the Atlanta strip? club? I'm a strip club expert. Oh, it's mom. Mom used to work in Magic City. So that's how we got to Nantucket. Oh, okay. That's how she paid for that plane ticket. That explains the Land Rover Defender. <laughs> Atlanta has amazing strip clubs, but the best in the country, believe it or not, are in Tampa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I've been to those, actually. There's a place in Tampa that I, it's like a religious experience. I mean, we show up with flip-flops and breakaway sweatpants. Yeah. We have to. And we show up at like 1030 in the morning. We call it legs and eggs because they make omelets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get there at 1030, and then we leave three days later. <laughs> It's un- it's unbelievable. For real, breakaway sweatpants. That's I wear the only way to go. Okay. No underwear, breakaway. No underwear. I'm there to win. No, I understand the no underwear, but breakaway sweatpants. Explain to the young boy. He don't understand going into a strip club with no underwear under your he's sweatpants. A, he's like he's a criminal like us. He got kicked out of Germany. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the, the first time they heard that. But like after World War II, just kicked out of Germany. That a boy with brown curly hair and a big nose got kicked out of Germany. <laughs> You went one line too far, son. <laughs> <laughs> you learn. You gotta learn. This is the Sean Hannity podcast. When I met you, you were like ten, maybe nine, something like that. You know, right? Does it matter? And so, eight years old. Okay, so we, we were down in Georgia. Karen and I were doing a theater, and so she stops by to visit her mom, his grandmother, and uh, they're they're in their bedroom, and she's coming there to talk to him to tell him good night or go to bed or something. And this is when the I think it was Progressive, or one of the insurance companies had the commercial. Where the guys were lying and, it's, and their pants would catch on fire, and they yeah. would say, No, mom, I'm going to lose it. And so, yeah, I like it so far. I like it. So, Mike and his sister and his brother, they're in the guest room at grandma's house, right? E, Big E, is what she calls her. So, E's coming in there to talk to him, and she's taking off her clothes. She's, you know, getting ready to go to bed herself. So, she's got her big granny panties on, and, and a, but she's wearing a blouse with the big granny panties. 
And they're also, they call her. There's like, nothing wrong with that. Come in here because they didn't have to, they won't tell grandma to put some goddamn pants on. You know, it's grandma. So they, they, they bring mom in to sort of, is there anything wrong with this picture? <laughs> oh my God. You know, she's like got a butt going and talking to her. <laughs> and full altar. And, uh, and she's like, mom, good Lord, you know, put some pants on. And right after she says it, eight year old him goes, no mas pantalones. <laughs> He's a good kid. I like him. He, 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 I sat with him uh, at one of these parties in the house. You, the house looks like you can graduate from it. Oh, it was, it the, was the Pottery Barn magazine. Did you like, see? Set. But like not the, the <laughs> but the good pottery, like the Frongate magazine. Like the doormat was thirteen thousand dollars. <laughs> there's pineapple. Once you see brass pineapples, they're fucking gonna hate you. <laughs> and, and we're sitting. I'm talking to the kid. And he's like, I want to be a chef, or I want to go see what being a chef is like. And I said, Listen, you come to New York City. Okay. For a week, and I'll put you through hell. And if you can make it for a week, then we're going to be good. And then he said, "Do you want some alcohol?" And I said, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "After a week, we get tattoos and we party." <laughs> but uh, I'd love to have this kid in New York. I, I've 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 burnt out so many kids coming into the chef business. You have no idea. It's a hard business. Well, because they come in with a, you know, like their cooking school has air conditioning. Right. You know, real cooking, real cooking has none of that. Right. There's a Mexican that makes $11 a month that's 100 times better than you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, and it's incredible. And when you bring these kids from cooking schools, and I, I, when I graduated from my cooking school, they, they invited me back to be like a guest speaker. And I went back up there. I'm like, you guys all suck. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is going to be the worst guest speaker. <laughs> I'm like, this education costs you 100000 You'll never make more than 52000 You look like a bunch of hacks. <laughs> and it just got worse and worse from there. But they got to learn. And they drop off like flies at that point. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, from my graduating class in culinary school in New York, um, I, did a, I did like a little stint. Uh, I did one in France and one in New York. The one in New York out of... 116 kids that graduated, there's seven of us in the business. Jeez. Really? It's, it's, 116? If your kid ever tells you to go to culinary school, just don't do it. Really? I thought that would be a, a nice path for no, a kid. There's, it's, it's, it's either creepy 40-year-olds that want a career change and open a bed and breakfast, <laughs> which are the worst people. Anyone who owns a, a bed and breakfast should be in jail. <laughs> they should put them in one of those Trump kid cages. We're, we're the bed and breakfast capital of the world right now. Yeah, we are. Oh, That's one of those people. I think half these people they own got a bed baby and bone necklaces up there. you got to be careful. With bed and breakfast is always weird because... They make no money. you got to come down and have breakfast with people. Right? <laughs> you got to pretend you didn't hear having sex the night before. <laughs> in the jungle room. So bad. Oh. And everyone that owns it looks like Ann Landers. That's <laughs> cool. That's the oldest thing you ever said. Cool to Ann Landers. I like it. One time, me and Ann Landers. <laughs> Don't you assume that the, the people that own those things are like swingers? Um, I, I think Does anyone know? Any, I mean, anyone what, have any better breakfast was it, knowledge? Wasn't one of the first serial killers you were telling me that story? Built that hotel. Oh, just that, to kill no, people. No, that was no, that wasn't no. It was That's called the movie Psycho. I don't know a lot of stuff, <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of have this running thing in my head. I think it's true, and I'm I'm fine with that. No, you're, you're mixing up a lot of stories. There there was a book out that I think it was called Voyeur Motel, and a guy oh, bought right. a motel and set it up so he could right. uh, peek on everybody. And then, yeah. he, and then he wrote all his notes down, and then many, many years later, uh, they yeah. put out a book. Oh, well, my yeah. story was better. <laughs> but I had no basis, in fact. <laughs> all right, let's hear it for the kid, man. Good, nice to meet you. Great job, man. Yes, he did great. I know you got weed on you. I see you after the podcast. <laughs> we got your money. Get kicked out of France. <laughs> we got Harder. your beer upstairs. <laughs> I love that. It was kid. funny, man. 16 years old, huh? Yeah. Is he the only child? How many kids you got? There's the oh, daughter. The daughter. Get up here, daughter. Don't make your brother get all the attention. <laughs> daughter up here. I'm sure it's against my probation. Shiraz Anklin's buzzing up a storm. Wow. <laughs> What's your name? Sabi. Sabi. How much do you hate your brother? 
Well, everybody always asks me, like, which, because I have two brothers, okay. and I'm the middle child, so they're always like, which one's your favorite? And I'm like, it depends the day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're the only girl? Yes. Oh, uh, your hand-me-downs must have been fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I just for the baseball helmet. <laughs> <laughs> So you're right in the middle of two boys. Yes. Ah, boy, is that annoying? It has its perks, but at the same time, like, there's drawbacks, too. Right. Do they defend you a lot? Do they beat up boys for you or beat up people? They beat up each other, and I just kind of watch them do it. (laughs) That's like my Irish friends. They punch each other in the face every bar we go to. (laughs) Go ahead, Opie. No, I want want to know what are the perks. Yeah. Like, because you're the only girl, so I feel like you have, like, your special attention. Oh. And then, like... The middle child, like, usually is, like, the forgotten child, but if you're the only girl, then you it have, like, like kind of outweighs itself. Right. Yeah. Opie was the only girl in his... <laughs> don't laugh too hard at that. <laughs> Enjoy it, but don't laugh too hard. <laughs> he cried a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. How old is your oldest brother? He's 19. That's Mac? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, oh, Max 16, right? Yeah. yeah. He's so, just up here. He's the underage drinker. I think he's smoking. Yeah, what happened to Ron? <laughs> what did he smoke? I don't hold on to it. <laughs> the, the older one's name's Axel. So it's Axel uh, Mack and Sa- her name is Sabra, S-A-B-R-A. Sabra. But they yeah. call her Sabra. Those she's, are got, she's got an aunt named Sabra, who I've met and, and smoked at the Waffle House with. Okay. <laughs> was Ann Margaret there? Because the whole bottle was nothing to wear about it. Totally true. Totally true. It gets excited. Totally true. And and why Axel? Uh, Family name. Oh, okay. I I was thinking Guns N' Roses, obviously, like everybody else. But it's a family name, Axel. Oh. This is rich white people stuff. You don't know anything about it. <laughs> no, no, I'm we, learning. We named him after the car part, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've met everybody here. I met a Mortimer. <laughs> Just names you don't. I'm like, you're really Mortimer? He's like, yes, I am. I'm like, do you really need that monocle? He's saying, yes, I do. Like, All right. <laughs> now, sweet. Are you guys Swedish? No, my husband's family evidently is. Okay. Oh, all right, your husband's family. Sweden, boy, that's, yeah. that's straight from the factory white. That's his wife. <laughs> Those are the tall white ones. They're beautiful. Yeah, that's they're the nice around Christmas time. I look at them. <laughs> they're so nice looking. <laughs> they don't even, they're so blonde, they don't even have eyebrows. It's <laughs> the white people that white people call white people. Yeah. You stare in the windows as they're opening Christmas gifts? Yeah, I just look in their house. I'm like, wow, look at, look at this house with heat. <laughs> that house has a floor. <laughs> So what are you in high school now? How's it work? Yeah, I'll be a senior next year. Oh, it's your school now, baby. Lots of freshmen, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. They ski. They're from Maine. So in Maine, instead of high school. It's getting wider. It's getting wider. There we go. They're all skiers. Wait, ski team? They're on the ski team. Sunday River? Yes. I want want to go local for you. There you go. Sunday River? It's It's a... a, She knows. Is that the white people's mingos? (laughs) Have you At ever least s- there's a black person in the room. Sunday River! Home <laughs> <laughs> oh, Red, Sunday River! Kwanzaa <laughs> <laughs> Nights! <laughs> Check his pockets! But didn't they, because of your age or something, they wouldn't, even though you were faster than some of the people on the team, something happened and they wouldn't let you be on? Do you remember this? Or am I messing this up? They said when I was going into sixth grade, the team Which was, was like, hard. Really hard. Sixth grade is, it really tested me. (laughs) Sixth grade, I had to dig deep. (laughs) Still good. So they wouldn't let me on the team because I was a sixth grader and they were only letting the seventh and eighth graders on the team. Uh So I found the neighboring team and I joined it and I skied against my own school. Oh, really? Yeah. I smoked their ass. Yeah, and then they were like, can you join the team? And I was like, nope. Oh, good really? for you. Yeah. I love That's Spike. Gangsta. That's a gangster move. That's gangster. Exactly. When, when her mom S- told me that. Spike, Spike is the best human trait, and you should develop it as young as possible. <laughs> that's Everything that's made me sp- successful has been from Spike. From Spike. Love kind of fades away. Right. Hate it's too, it gets you locked up, but spite really makes you work. <laughs> like my neighbor, when, when I lived, when before my wife took everything and the dog, the um, my neighbor, I'm the spite. I'd wake up early, make sure he took out the recycling wrong. I was on the phone for <laughs> seconds. <laughs> 
I'm like, uh, hey, Gary, I don't want to be the guy, but uh, it looks like there's glasses in the plastic container. <laughs> 32 Lockwood Lane. Pictures on their way. Bye. Now, what was the thing he did that, that set this in action? Where you, um, you hated him this much? I think, I think that what started with me and the, and the neighbor was uh, he would talk to me without being addressed, and it really bothered me because I was usually hungover. Right. So he would have a conversation that had no end. What a day! I'm like, <laughs> that's what sent you off? And then I made his life hell. <laughs> Looks like rain. I'm like, when, motherfucker? When? When? Stop it now. And why do your pants have lobsters on? <laughs> you know, and whenever there was like something ethnic going on, he would tell me. Yeah. There's an empanada party. I'm like, so no good on the hot dogs or anything, right? When? <laughs> So I just started ratting him out. How did you want him to act? At zero. Like, not interact <laughs> Get at in all. Your, in, your, in, your, in your little Bentley and go away. Yeah. He was so annoying, but I got him good. I got him with the snow. He didn't shovel right. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there. I'm like, hey, what's up, DPD? I don't want to make a problem. I, I just fell 12 times in front of 24 Lockwood Lane. I have pictures on their way. <laughs> Are you videotaping yourself falling? Fall off. I'm Cuban, bro. I can slip and fall in a desert. <laughs> That's how most of our money's made. <laughs> Carl's sitting up straight now. He's so so happy. I've been <laughs> makes you happy, doesn't I've it? been in 740 rear end accidents yeah. <laughs> every day. Oh I've crashed every car allegedly. Yeah. That's how we make money. You know, these people do they do Ponzi schemes out here. We do car accidents. <laughs> It's fair. Right? It's fair, right? It's fair. How's, how's the underage drinking in school? It's probably awesome. Is it awesome? Well, Matt, Everyone here knows the well, same. Oh, Matt's giving a huge thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. He won't let it go. But the best part is then, like, the next couple days, some other kids did it, and they got to stay. Really? Wait a minute. Yeah. That's racism. And then, and then the, next, the next day after that, the, princi- the vice principal resigned. Wow, you ah. caused the whole thing. Yeah. Good for he you. Looks like someone knew a senator. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's why you can't mess with these kids. They literally know the government like on a first name basis. Carl, you gotta be my lawyer, dude. Huh? You gotta be my lawyer. <laughs> you don't want me to be your lawyer. We'll yeah. be in jail together. Yeah. <laughs> you do want Carl's lawyer though. <laughs> oh my lawyer. You want He's got a, he yeah, literally has a gold him. molder. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you live in a dog parade and people just go to candy. No, me, please. Oh, yeah, that was the thing. I, was, I remember I, I, when I asked for my lawyer, I asked this other lawyer, this is going to be racist, so, but it's okay, right? It's fine. <laughs> so I said, uh, I said, I need a good divorce lawyer. He goes, I have a Jew. <laughs> He's two feet tall. He has horns. We keep him in a dog cage and we throw pennies at him just to make him mad. And then I met him. I'm like, I mean, I'm like, he's like three feet tall. He was so vicious. He's like, do you want the kids dead? I'm like, no, 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 no. The kids are fine. How far do you want to take this? Oh, right? he was in. I mean, the guy had. He's, I'm like, this is not doing. He goes, that's a goddamn word. This is. He had no soul. God bless him. What a great lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the people that don't know Carl, yeah. he's just, Well, it's over. Officially, he went through a divorce. Oh, it was awful. And gave up his recently. restaurant and everything. Very recently, as yeah. you can tell yeah, yeah. by the bitterness. Yeah, that's why I'm so happy. Yeah. That's why I've been drinking since one. So it's all official? Yeah, yeah, I got rid of it. Sign, sealed, and Sign, sealed, and delivered. Don't get back. It's funny when you say take everything. It's all of a sudden she becomes amicable. <laughs> She's like, oh, have a little coffee. What's the matter? <laughs> you look good. <laughs> and that's why you've been in Nantucket for, what, a week and a half at this point? Yeah, so the comedy festival. I've been here since uh, Carl March. Got, Carl got up here real early. <laughs> I love it up here. It was my, it's my first time here, and, and I mean, this beats the shit out of Vine, uh, Martha's Vineyard. This is really nice. Wait. Fuck yeah. This it's is real the, Nantucket talk. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Go Boston. <laughs> Fuck Martha's Vineyard. Yo. It is so nice. And whoever sells gray paint here is a billionaire. <laughs> I'm lost the whole time. I'm like, well, that's a house, and then that's a house. I've been in the venue before I ever came here, and uh, and then the first time I came here, I told my friend Kevin Flynn, who puts on the festival. Yes. He's like, man, I'm like, Flynn, this is nice. This is way too nice for me. I'm like, well, this is so nice. I'm more used to like 
really overweight people and wife beaters walking around eating fried food. And he's, oh, we're back to the vineyard. <laughs> Martha's Vineyard's a dump next to the He's nodding. Let's bring him up. <laughs> he's a local. He knows. I mean, I mean, I've been here for a week. I mean, now I eat a hamburger and it's like 50 bucks. I'm like, this place is a steal. <laughs> I got to put this in my Apple Notes. <laughs> we were talking earlier. Whatever you do on this island, it's 80 bucks. Oh, man. Everything's $80. I bought every girl a drink on that bachelor party last night. It was uh, six hundred bucks. Jesus! And I'm like, I'm like, we're, I'm like, no okay. slow song. There's not. We're not even going to do a slow song. It was terrible. No one could a slow dance because the lesbian couple was uh, making out. I thought you missed were, that. They, they weren't. Were, come on, stop. You saw that? They're not lesbians. Just two drunk girls. <laughs> even better. They're disrespecting lesbians. <laughs> even better. But then, yeah, they went. They were going at it though. Yeah. One girl worked at the restaurant that we were. Was she, she one of the to, hostesses? Yeah, uh, yes. There has to be lesbians here because there's Subaru Foresters everywhere. In <laughs> <laughs> like that beige color. That's that nesting color. <laughs> All right, cue the Melissa Etheridge guitar. And Sherrod's right. No proper lesbian would be caught drunk kissing in a bar on Nantucket. Fire Island's got that covered. So here's Opie once again, bringing in an unknown somebody who wasn't meant to be part of the show and actually ended up making it more entertaining. And he was an underage, borderline delinquent. By the way, Westwood One Podcast Network takes no responsibility for the influence Carl will have on this young man going forward. I'd love to have this kid in New York. When we come back, the Cuban has a Napa Valley story that includes a few spiteful celebrities. The boys talk Jeeps, watches, how Opie may have caused the premature death of a politician. And he even brings a fan up to the stage from the ONA days of Boston. But first, a little business to take care of. Hey guys, Opie here. And it's time for a new sponsor alert. That's right, a new sponsor alert. Joey, yeah. if you will, can you give me some pew pew pews or something like that to make this a little extra special? Because mm-hmm. we're very excited when a new sponsor comes aboard for the Opie Radio podcast. <laughs> Something about myself, I'm a terrible sleeper. So when I started this podcast, I said, Bring me a mattress. I need to sleep. And guess what? They brought me a mattress. They introduced me to Helix. And man, these guys know what they're doing with mattresses. That's right. There's nobody on the planet like you. So why would you buy a mattress built for everyone else? Why? Working with the world's leading sleep experts, Helix Sleep developed a mattress that's customized to your specific height, weight, and sleep preferences so you can have the best sleep of your life at an unbeatable price. That's right. Here's how it works. Go to helixsleep.com. That's H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com. Fill out their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll design your custom mattress. They can even customize each side for you and a partner. Get the best sleep of your life with a custom mattress built to your unique body and sleep style. Helix Sleep has thousands of five-star reviews. You get 100 nights to try them out, and their custom mattresses start at just $600. you got to check these guys out. Go to helixsleep.com slash opie. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash opie right now, and you'll get up to $125 toward your mattress order. That's helixsleep.com slash opie for up to $125 off your mattress order. Helix Sleep, that's H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash opie. And thank you to the fine folks at Helix for sponsoring the Opie Radio Podcast. Now back to Nantucket. Joey? Opie Radio. We were in uh, Northern California. I was doing a thing with... A real quick cut in. Since Carl was all caught up in his spitefulness, we're going to remove the names of the people in this story because they probably wouldn't want you to know that they're as spiteful as Carl. A bunch of of us and chefs, TV chefs and, you know, not hacky TV chefs and football guys. We all went up to Napa to go to this bar to have a couple drinks. We we drove a bunch of Ferraris. A really good day. This is when my life was pretty much, it was a lot better than it is now. <laughs> and we're, and we're, we're driving up and we get to this place and, they, and we get to this really fancy place and the place is busy. We take up the whole bar. So we have Raiders, the Vikings. Okay. I mean, just, all, everybody's an all-star in this thing. And, but we were all in convertibles. So everyone had hats on. No one could tell. And no one knew, knew who I was, even if I didn't have a hat on. So it didn't matter. But we're sitting up there and the, the manager goes, 
hey, uh, guys, it's not this type of place. This is Napa Valley. Let's keep it down. <laughs> oh, no, here we go again. Oh. I'm the fat Jason Bourne of the... I take, I take care of everything. So he, he looks at me and goes, Cuban, get everyone in this fucking bar. Tell them I'm paying the tab and we're going across the street. <laughs> so I'm like, no problem. I said, can I use one of these football knuckleheads? He's like, yeah. I'm like, come with me. The biggest He's a giant yeah. you've ever seen. Big guy. Big, I mean, his skull, it's like three skulls welded together. So I'm walking with him, and he's not, you know, I mean, he's not going to, he's not going to be on Jeopardy anytime soon, so I talked to him real slice. Uh, <laughs> you just say that you play football, it's going to help get moved, because these are rich people at Snapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's Nantucket with wine, right? <laughs> he's like, football! <laughs> That's all you Perfect. need. Perfect. That's all you need. <laughs> and he's giant. So he's like, we're all going to leave. We're going to start paying everybody's tab, and we're all going to go to cross the street. Yeah. So it was, I don't know, it must have been 90 people in this place. Nice. And we got everybody. It took us like 30 minutes. Here comes the GM. They run the whole thing. He puts out the black card, which is beautiful. It's metal. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't think these people know that? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, all right, Carl, we got it. It's not the place to dream about a black card, right? So... So he swipes it all, and I don't know, it was like, it must have been 7000 or $9,000. It was something stupid. And he puts zero on the tip, and he goes, you got all the quiet you need now, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and we went across the street with all these people. It wow. was unbelievable. And that's what I, I realized. If you know, if you spiked, spite moves everything. Yeah. <laughs> spite moved a bunch of privileged Napa residents from one restaurant to, to the other. It was on the street. God bless. God bless that place. Her face. I've never seen anything like it. You're uh, you're digging the uh, Jeeps out here. I think every Land Rover is here. There's a bunch of them. And, and they're fun, too. They put lift kits on. They're dirty. They put stickers on them. They're gorgeous. I'm Cuban. A Land Rover. I would wax that thing every day like Biff. Fucking back in the <laughs> I mean, they're dirty. They're stuffing them. They're, it's unbelievable. And yeah. the, vintage, the vintage Land Rover's here. You saw that here. 78 Wagoneer. The, uh, the Wagoneer's here are beautiful. The white one. The white one. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it? I just took a picture of it. You're my favorite person. I'm a contractor here. Oh, That's a good video. He's got all the great paint. <laughs> what is an architect here? Does he just make things Bring bigger and smaller? Here. Okay, come on up. Let's go, buddy. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great. We love the kids. <laughs> a kid friendly podcast. Pete. 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 Been listening to this guy though since back in AAF days. So. Oh my god, it's yeah. a real That's long a, time ago. Yeah. Damn. How many years are we talking? That's age Opie right now. So, <laughs> I can remember listening to him when I was working in the sheet metal shop in high school, and I graduated high school in '97. You're so. gonna damn Opie old. I was too sprightly then. So. <laughs> I got I got fired 20 years ago from Boston. Oh, why? Well, 20 years just passed. That's when y'all had the fake, uh, when y'all said the mayor was dead? Yeah, you know. We, oh, my God. <laughs> tell the story. Tell him. Tell the story. Well. <laughs> He's not here. Your grandma's in the audience. Don't judge, please. Uh, for April Fool's, we decided to tell the whole city of Boston that the mayor died in a car accident. <laughs> and we thought we could get away with this. And, and yeah, that's the reaction I was hoping for. <laughs> just people in shock. Opie just ruined his own podcast. <laughs> you know, we thought it was fun. You, you know. keep it going, though, right? Did you keep it going? Well, they begged us to stop. And I figured at that point it was too late, so we just went. And, and then the PD's like, all right, at least at the end of this, just say April Fool's. Maybe that'll help us. And I said, yeah, man, no problem. And then we signed off and just uh, walked out of the building and left the mess for them. Two weeks later, we were fired, and they literally escorted us to the border, the troopers. They were not happy. What? <coughs> uh, the mayor might have been connected at the time. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Didn't his family hear about it or something like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought that was what the straw that broke the camel's well, back. I, like. I said that on the news at the time, but because he was trying to rub it in, and, and he said, you know, my family was listening, uh, okay. and they couldn't get a hold of, uh, how am I, I'm trying to justify this, really? <laughs> I know it was a terrible thing, but he said, you know, and my family was listening to this, but I, I don't believe that for a second. But and you remember when it happened, like, you remember listening to the show when I was going I was on? listening to the show then, yeah. And then everybody really believed that the mayor was dead for a while? Or? I mean... I, I, I'd probably at the time probably would have thought they were joking, knowing that I listened to the right, show. Right, right, right. That's that's sort of was our defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's really dead now, that mayor, ain't he? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came. You should do another show, <laughs> <laughs> the Redemption Show. Well, say I told you so. Well, uh, say he's alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's not much funny in this part, but years later, he comes around to Sirius XM, where we ended up. Right. And he was, uh, I, th- I believe he was promoting a book. I was trying to get him on the air, for, and I, for, the, for the God's honest truth, I wanted to apologize to him. He didn't want anything to do with me 20 years later. Oh. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that kind of shit do, right? That's brutal. So how many projects are you working on right now, Pete? How many? Hundreds. 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 How does it feel to listen to Opie since you were a kid? And now you're actually more successful than Opie. <laughs> Why? Because I've got a vintage wagon here in house. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got a car. <laughs> Damn. Once again, laugh, but not too hard, all right? We're trying to rebuild this thing. <laughs> How long you had that wagon there? I've had the wagon here for five years. Okay. Did you get it from like a family member? We, no, we bought it. Uh, we bought it off of eBay from an old lady in Colorado, and we were the second owner. It's like forty thousand miles on. So that's not restored. That's the way. No, it I mean I had it painted once because it started pitting a little bit, but right. that's it's all original. They're worth so much money. Yeah, the, the cars awful. here are unbelievable. Yeah, there's a lot of there's such really stealth cool. wealth here. They do a uh, they do like a. I'm like that's a boogie board. Is that platinum? <laughs> <laughs> Give a platinum boogie board. Does that even float? It doesn't work too well. <laughs> they do like a car show in April that's called the Daffodil Weekend, and there's like a they, they shut down Main Street. Oh, and it's like, I guess it's like, I'm staying here for that. Yeah. There's like Gullwing Mercedes and and old Bentleys, and you know we usually oh, put the wagon here, but what? the kids are chucking candy out in the parade. What, when me and Carl were walking around enjoying the morning, a nice peaceful morning, I, I told them I bet you they do some kind of parade with all the yeah, jeeps. It, yeah, yeah, that must be spectacular. When it's is awesome. this? It's in April. I'll the stay last here. weekend I'll in stay. April. I'll, you'll stay, I'll stay till, till April. Comes around. <laughs> I got a spare bedroom. You can come. Are you? Are you'll you? stay. I will. No, 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 you have no idea. He'll, he'll be knocking on your door. <laughs> I'm like a rat. Uh, are you here off season too? Yeah, all year round. How is that? I'm so curious about off season on that. So I've got a wife and four kids, and they move to the mainland in the in the winter because it's fucking desolate. Right. Um, but I love it. You know, I like the quiet. You know, there's nobody. I mean, the majority of the people that we see around here now, I mean, the, the population goes from 16, 20,000 to 80,000. Right. Wow. Wait, yeah. you get your four kids and your wife to leave you alone? For the winter? Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're the luckiest man on the planet. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty sweet. That is sweet. I got my kids and my wife to leave me indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard, I heard about your cabin in the woods. So. <laughs> oh, the, the creepy cabin. Yeah. yeah. So I know how that going going for you. <laughs> I know I could one up this guy. <laughs> I see you're one well, you, summer. Me and Carl were walking around this morning, man. And the watch. Can I talk about the watches? A little sure, bit? it's amazing. Sure. Like uh-huh. Carl's, Carl's deep into watches and that yeah. whole watch culture. Yes. And yeah. and the guy on Main Street, he wasn't even open yet, and ran out onto the sidewalk because he recognized Carl. He's like, "Stop, Carl!" <laughs> really? Carl's yeah, but he, he didn't recognize him from the Food Network. He recognized him for being yeah. for one of the guys in the in the watch culture. Yeah. And then we were trying on. Huh? Spider Wright shop there. Um, it's um, surfboards in the basement. No, no, it's a little. It's a little store that has a like, clothing in the back. It has like a little up front of a Jaguar, a Jaguar J <laughs> Six inside. Yeah. Time and something. I, I forgot what the story is, but the guy is great. He's a he's a great watch collector. We've done some deals with Paul Newman Daytona's Rolex Daytona's. He's a great guy. Really. That's why he ran out then. <laughs> he's a. I've been I've been into watches. I remember when I, I worked for a mobster when I was a little kid. Great guy, man. Yeah, great guy. And uh, It's a story from Bronx Tale. <laughs> it's the Brooklyn Tale. But I worked for him, and he told me, he said, he told me one day, he said, kid, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you a favor. I'm going to teach you something every man should, should, should know. He says, we're going to go to 46th Street, back then in the Diamond District. Yeah, so. He says, we're going to get you a watch. Uh, he goes, women, they're always planning. Guys, they don't plan shit. One day you're going to go, the door doesn't work, you lost everything. 
right? They've been thinking about it for six months. You've been chasing tail for six months, right? I'm 16 years old. I'm like, I can't wait for that to happen. That sounds great. <laughs> but he says, on your wrist, every man should have the security deposit to an apartment, a new mattress, TV. He says, because when you get kicked out, that's going to be the only thing you're going to have for a couple weeks. <laughs> so always have that much money on your wrist. God damn it, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the watch we were trying on today? It was like, wasn't it like $450,000? Uh, Richard, yeah, it was a 440000 $440,000 watch. Yeah, yeah. That's it? <laughs> yeah. You can well, get it for like three. I, I think you could probably get it for like three forty, three thirty. And we talked about it on a past uh, podcast, but for the audience, like, what's and it's the... in Nantucket, like in a little store with yeah. no alarms. I'm looking like, rocking around here. I'm like, I'm gonna Danny Ocean this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a little little acrobatic Asian guy just to have him. I'm not even gonna use. Him. I'm not gonna use him in the heist. Just, for, I, I mean, just for your just to be period that's correct. How, that's how a lot of the houses are. I, mean, I work in a lot of these houses you guys were talking about. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> I, I can tell you, hundreds of houses that have keys under the shingle, keys under a rock. Oh, sure. which, which houses? <laughs> well, what, what are you gonna steal? The, that, the that, Declaration that, of Independence. Yeah, I mean, I mean these people have had money forever. They're, they're vacant in the wintertime. Right. You know, a lot of people now are putting cameras in them, but I mean, yeah. I've been here for almost 20 years. You sit down on the couch and have a popsicle and watch the TV while you're checking on the heating system. Is there crime here? There can't be. There's a lot of crime here. Really? What kind yeah. of crime? A lot of drugs. You got to think that the drug. opioids coming out here, too, brother. Yeah. Wait a second. So when you say drugs, are they here now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like here. Like, who's your guy? How close is this crime? <laughs> I don't have your phone numbers. So. Hot or cold, is there some criminality going on here? Don't worry, Max said he'll hook us up later. <laughs> Max said he got it. <laughs> Max the German, that's his nickname. There's definitely, some, there's definitely some behind the scenes crime. Really? Yeah, for sure. Like people yeah. change their name in the will. I'm Maybe. taking the yeah. pool. <laughs> I'm taking the pool, you said? Yeah. What about so, like the local, like the people who stay here year round? Is there any beef between the tourists and them? Any beef? Yeah. We, I mean, we all depend on the the. Yeah, we still hate things you depend on. Oh right? yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you wait all year for them to get here because that's what your business is based around. And then right. when you get here, you can't wait for them to leave. Yeah, in you your know? face, rich bastard. <laughs> <laughs> we want our we want our island back. You know, it's, yeah. it's you want them because we depend on them, and there are great. We have great customers, and you know, I have great customers. So. He's <laughs> <laughs> trusted. Yes. That's smart. Yes. <laughs> so, so anyway, I had to get uh, Carl refocused when we were walking around. He was sweating. See, the watch? Yeah, seeing that there was no security in there and very thin windows. I had to walk him away. I had to escort him to the next block. The guy's like, Yeah, man, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm like, I'm a big fan of yours, too. <laughs> How many of you are in here? <laughs> Just one? Enjoy your Bill Cosby. <laughs> You're going to go sleepy time. <laughs> what a watch store, though. And let me tell you, as a watch collector, um, they have some stuff in there that I don't even see in, in New York City. I mean, there is wealth here. There, there's some antique pieces in there that I'm like, whoever bought this was rich in 1950. Holy shit. You know, and they're engraved from Nantucket. I mean, just beautiful stuff. This is great. This is, this is the other side of the finish line, this Nantucket place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I just want to ask you again. We, we talked about it on the past uh, podcast. What's the most expensive watch? Um, I think it, went, it, went for, it was a Paul Newman Daytona, which they have one right. here. They have one in the store? It's in the store. No, it ain't. Yeah, it's not, it's not period correct. It has a different dial, and whatever, but still. Um, <laughs> he knows his That's shit. inside yeah, baseball, but it's still worth a lot of money. But I think the last one, the gavel went down at $17.6 million. It was unbelievable. And people don't realize that a lot of I, – I, I did a lot of stuff for, for big hedge fund guys. And what happens is for them to move wealth – that's what that's what watches are. What watches by Lynn's and stuff. It was for it was for very wealthy people to move wealth unfettered through the through the world. So you know, if I wanted to give you, if I gave you a Rolex in 1956 and you put it under your mattress, and I give you five hundred dollars, which would it, was it called? Not even it was two hundred fifty dollars, and you put it on your mattress. You both take them out today. One is worth about 27000 and one is $250 of old money. <laughs> so the rich people figure this out very quickly, and they invest in things that crest over yeah. inflation, right? Yeah. And, and, and high-end male stainless steel watches seem to fit that. That or anything from Hermes for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> for women. We saw a nice Hermes bag outside. Did you boy. see that? There was a woman outside. <laughs> you guys are case of the choice. <laughs> there, was a, there was a woman outside. She had a... 
So there's a, there's a, French, there's a French cartoon called uh, Le Petit Prince, right? It's a nice bag. These, these two are putting a shopping list together. <laughs> so there's this woman out there, and she had an Hermes, uh, an Hermes Kelly bag that was... That was How do you know this? Why don't you know it? You should know this Opie, stuff. if you were hungry as long as I was, you know what it was for. <laughs> yeah, you remember he lives in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so she had pictures of it, and I sent that to girls I know. So, yeah. I got so this first, she had a Le Petit Prince, which is an old cartoon, an old French uh, cartoon, for a kid's cartoon. And this was hand-painted. On Tiffany blue alligator Hermes. It's amazing. I mean, it was. And I look at Shred and go, that wa- that purse went for auction last year in France for sixty four thousand. He's like, get, the- I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight. Like, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get the bag and the arm together. <laughs> <laughs> and they have fun- And she was sitting. And she was so happy. We walked out. We, we were like, nice bag. We were like two gay guys. I come out. I'm like, starting. <laughs> starting. <laughs> starting. You should have been. Sharon's like, wow, wow, and wow. She was so happy. And she was so happy. She's like, thank you, thank you. Thank you. You guys should star in the next Home Alone movie. <laughs> I'm definitely Joe Pesci. <laughs> God bless her. I want to be her Stedman so bad. Yeah. Oh, God. She was wealthy for a long time. She's been rich. Her, her family invented, like, something, like, pretzels or some shit like there's some long money she there. never used the dollar, dollar menu at McDonald's her hands were tiny because they never used it for nothing they're, no. just, they're, they're, they're atrophied you know about the purses the bags light ship basket yeah. you know this Carl no, no what's this it's my talent feed they're little baskets hand woven right they've got a like a scrimshod sort of emblem on the top and they're different ones and the women use them as purses but they're very, very valuable. The, the right ones. That is they're the whitest thing. Very I've expensive, ever. and they're. What's the name of them? It's called a light ship basket. Where can we steal these? I mean, get where by can these. we find them? <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're, they're I'm like going to point at people in the crowd. You whistle, like okay? Yeah, tell them. I mean, how much are they? Oh, I couldn't even. I mean, there's a. They have their own museum out here. They have a light ship basket. I knew you. I knew we were in Nantucket when we started talking about lighthouse purses. Yeah, you can't avoid to be awesome. Some of them are. Hundreds to thousands of dollars, I, I would get back. Is it like locally made? Yeah, oh yeah, everything's handmade. And, right. and, you know, is it in Middle Island or are they I mean, in this summertime? area? Right downtown. Okay. And what Thank determines you. how expensive it is? No idea. We'll figure that out later. I'm a contractor. <laughs> I don't have a light ship basket. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't put my drills and tools and whatnot in a light ship basket. <laughs> Whatever, basket expert. <laughs> and you were the one that called out Martha's Vineyard. So what's oh, the difference Martha's between Vineyard. the two? Martha's Vineyard is an extension of the Cape. That's it. Oh. They always, they always oh. say, oh. they always, they always say, they always say, they always say that God, God made Martha's Vineyard, but he's got a house in Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, God lives here. There's a mailbox of God. That's it's just, a rich. It's just nicer here. It, it, I mean, Martha's Vineyard's great, and I've worked there, and I've been there and visited there. But the, the, the house that we were in the party on Friday, I, I went, you know, of course, uh, the party's upstairs, but I was kind of downstairs just looking around. <laughs> Somebody's underwear drawer. For two hours. <laughs> and I'm looking at the pictures, and the pictures of the family look like the fucking inserts that when you buy the frame. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe this isn't real. Is that really your son? He's fucking Gorgeous. <laughs> and the daughter, I'm like, stunning. <laughs> Your son is stunning. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the picture. Yeah. Just perfect hair. I'm like, dude, this can't be. And it's true. Whose house? I can't say. I don't know. Whose house was it? Which one? Uh, the one that looked like a hotel. Well, they're, all, they're all really nice. So. The one that we had the party upstairs where I talked to Stephen Wright and he told me... The one on Monomoy, the McDermott's. Yes, the oh, McDermott's. Yeah, yeah. Great, yeah, oh, of course they're great people. They have all the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, is, who are they? <laughs> their, last, their last name... You weren't on the island. Their last right. name is McDermott. Ashley. McDermott. The, yeah, all, McDermott. The, all the men look like different size and age Mitt Romney's. Okay. It was just different scale Mitt Romney. Little Mitt... <laughs> then it was, you know, feisty Mitt. <laughs> then Mitt the Rebel. <laughs> is McDermott? Yes. And then this is how do they make their money, though? How do they make? Know, they're they're great, and they the, the husband. What's the husband's name? Karen? Jeff McDermott. They he usually likes karaoke. Karaoke. He's got a big, got a killer basement, which is where he was roaming around. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this, the other. This floor. was the first year ever that they ran us out. They didn't let us stay. This was the first year ever oh. he was wandering the property. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was just getting the core ideas. <laughs> I was finding inspiration for my own 600 square foot apartment. <laughs> they were usually in Boston and you play pool and people sing and you carry on and a few more drinks. Not me, because they kept catching. Get out of here, get out of here. It's all Cuban in the front yard. What's my Mark, what's my Mark Anthony ringtone went off? <laughs> Also, a little army of Mitt Romney's showing. Oh, yeah. Maybe blazers with gold buttons. Yeah, there you go, man. Anything else, Pete? It's up to you guys. Any other questions? You know, every little town, every town got a little seedy area. Where's the seedy uh, area in uh, Nantucket? Where you go? Where like the. Where do you spend here? <laughs> oh! It's good night, everybody. Good night! You gotta bring him up now. Yeah. There's gotta be some dive bar over here where. I mean, there's always there's dive bars. I mean, but there's they're. I don't, don't want to. They're say not dive bars. Because I go to them. <laughs> there's like local bars, you know, the places you go and you you know you pull in the in the parking lot and when you walk in the door your drink is on the table. Right. Those are the places you want to go to okay. in the wintertime. The, you know. Now, do you stay clear of like all the like the people who come here during the summer? At no, Jamar I mean, no, 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 no. You know, we like we do date night and stuff like that. You go out get. I mean, the food here is incredible. Right. Food's yeah. very good. The food's yeah. very. I've eaten it, very it, well it, here. It, for, as a local, you know, I've. I've worked in a lot of the restaurants, so I have a relationship with the restaurants and the restaurant staff. So, so you know them. So can you tell them that maybe sometimes it's better to eat under than three hours because <laughs> there's really not a sense of urgency here. No, no. A, I'm like, a, I ordered a water at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> They've got that. Uh, what's your hurry? You're already on Nantucket attitude. Well, they, yeah. I mean, they look at me. They're like, I definitely have more money than this fucking Spanish guy. <laughs> <laughs> they're leaving. Look, huh? Why you guys are leaving? Why are you leaving? We've got things to do. Where are you going? Why are you leaving? Now there's literally an, an odd number of people here. <laughs> Are you really going to leave us with nine? <laughs> Our audience just dropped 33%. <laughs> we just lost 68% of the audience. <laughs> this podcast thing, you're not killing it. <laughs> go, 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 go. Go, go. Go have fun. Go. I'll see you outside. Uh, you guys can leave. She probably has one of those lighthouse purses. That's why. <laughs> Look how nice and polite they are, though. Now, now she doesn't want to leave. They're rich. Awkward moment. Time jump. All right, Pete, thanks, man. I appreciate Thank it. You, thanks for listening for all those years, too, man. Yeah, right on. We'll go for a spin. Yes. Yeah. We're going to go find those little purse things that you're talking about. Thanks for checking this out. We really appreciate it. It's the Open Radio Podcast. Let's hear it for Vic Henley. The Cuban, Paul Luez, who just crushed it today, and Sherrod Small. Thank you, guys. Bro, we could literally say thank you to everyone individually. <laughs> that was fun. That was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting a picture? Stick around with Opie and the boys as they do a little meet and greet and high five each other for a job well done. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Pete. It's an Opie Radio fly on the wall moment that turns into a high class joyride where nobody goes to jail because Sherrod or Carl aren't driving. Matt, get it right. Come on, Matt, bang it out. <laughs> thank you. Right, thank, All right. thank you, guys. That works, right? That's I thought that would be, exactly. That was fun. Perfect. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah even a mic short, it didn't matter. No. That was effortless. That was, that was fun, man. Yeah, that was fun. I love those kids back. Switching schools and kicking the other kids. Oh, that's amazing. I go, really? They allow that? She goes, oh, yeah. And I love that she understood, like, when they called, and she's like, no, I ain't coming back. back. (laughs) Mom, you got some kids, man. They're great. They are good. I'm keeping them. There's one more out here. We just couldn't find them. He's coming. He's on the boat. He's on the boat. He's on the boat right now. He had some fish for you, Carl, but we didn't know what to do with the fish. What kind of fish? What? He, he works on a charter fishing boat. No kidding. Yeah. Striped bass, probably? Yeah, striped bass. Oh. Yeah, Carl oh. says he's going to walk into a restaurant. Striped bass. Well, how was it? I'm going to get my life together. How would you do it, though? What would you do? She was giving me a salt. She was giving me a salt. She's like, what's he supposed to fucking do? Just walk in one of these trees. He's like, I'll walk to any. He told me the other night when he was just totally drunk. He's like, I'll walk into any restaurant and I will get them to let me use the kitchen and cook. 
Carl? Hey, Carl. Yeah, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, I know that to be true. I want to let me cook. <laughs> yeah, but what is he going to do with a straight bed? I'll show he, you. He's going to show us right now. He said he will make a house of salt. Salt-crusted whole oh, fish. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've had salt. Now, I've never had it. I've it's seen it. It's amazing. Yeah, it looks great. It is absolutely amazing. I, I think it. the black socks looked better with the <laughs> mental patient shoes. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least he cleaned the blood off him. I did the Miami blood. The Miami blood is officially gone. She doesn't right, want to go. You don't want to go upstairs and have a cocktail? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's see that. That's it? That's yes. it. You bake it. So that's all salt. This is? That's yeah. all salt, yeah. How are you? What do you mean? See that? Look at that. Oh, Carl. Uh, yeah. That bro. is the ultimate luxury. It just bathes in salt. But what the salt kind of comes salt is that? Kosher salt and egg whites. And you egg mix whites. it together, and I put herbs and tarragon and everything in the salt. And then it steams in a salt bath. Ah! And then you break it up, but the salt actually gets pulled off the fish when right. you open it. So it's not salty at all. Right. But it's perfect. Mm. My brother saved you two uh, fillets if you want them. Yeah. Let's make them. We're in a good car. We are in a great car. We met Pete uh, a mere 15 minutes ago, and now we're in his car. <laughs> oh, shit, there's that fucking Land Rover, that 110. That that thing must be worth a ton of money. You know where we're going, right? Yeah. All right. So Pete's a fan of the radio show, now a fan of the podcast. And what Let's are we speak. in, Pete? What kind of car? Cause... A 1984 Grand Wagoneer. It's gorgeous. Which is grassy. Why don't you give us a quick tour of the island or something, you man? Get, I'll take you wherever you want. I, I want to go get my fucking sweater. Yeah. Because I'm going to meet the girls from the bachelor party, bro. I'm trying to close here, bro. A, B, C. Always be closing. So you're getting your terry cloth uh, hoodie? I'm going to get... No, I'm going to get my... my. It has a big N on it. Uh, and you know what's my favorite about the N? Yeah. So like, what's the N for? And you just give a nice wink. Because everybody knows get it. it's, what the N is really about. And then he looks at Sherrod. I look at Sherrod, I point it. He's like, what's the N on your sweater for? I point it at Sherrod, I'm like, Give oh, nothing. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. That's classic. Pete, what do you do on the island? Uh, HVAC contractor. That's a nice gig. Yeah. It's not too shabby. People need their, uh, their heat and air. They sure do. People. Opie did a radio show with somebody that did that. Yes, I remember. Faintly. <laughs> Got a lot, a lot is of... That, is that Nantucket Red? Is that the Nantucket That's Red? That's the salmon. Those are Nantucket Reddish. Yeah. But they, I, so I found out that you have to have Nantucket Red pants. From and Murray's. They, from Murray's. So we're going to go buy Nantucket pants tomorrow. Why Murray's? Because I think anything else is a copycat. Oh. What's up, Chads? The wannabe. Chads. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just That's going. a bad word. That's the bad word for, for Nantucket people. That's the N-word for rich They don't like being called Chad? You call him Chad. Oh, in yes, yes, yes a not. Polo with a popped collar. Oh, tucked, shit. Tucked Another into defender. your khaki shorts. That's literally a, that's a blue defender. Here's the, here's the old one right here. It's yeah. got the great Britain place on it. Look at that. Yeah, the Jeeps on Nantucket are ridiculous. Look Yo, Chad, what's up? What's up, Chad? It worked. Look at yeah, that one. It worked. Nice car, Chad. Oh, you just feel. You see that look? He said, well, I never. Well, his monocle fell out of his face. Hey, thanks, thanks for all the free parking. That was, that was the villain from every 80s comedy. <laughs> Did he have an ascot? Uh, wow, wow, wow. Bro, look at these windows. I mean, this car is dope, man. It rides like a caddy. Why don't cars ride like this anymore? Not like they used to be. Right? Talking some fucking muscle. Talking some fucking... <laughs> I can hear this thing. The motor's clean. Sounds good. Everything's firing. That's our hotel, bro. Yep. Put in the front with the hazards and put a little sign in the front that says lost transmission. That's what I do everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> you really have lost the transmission. <laughs> people, people feel sorry for you. Wait, you're, you're bringing us back to town? Yeah, 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 all right, kid. We're just going to my room. He wanted a sweater. Well, I want a fucking tour of the island. We'll go wherever you want, kid. All right. Where are you going? In the, I in the air, or where's your room? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go in. Pete, you just made me miss Boston by saying, we'll go wherever you want, kid. Kate. That is such a Boston thing. Let's go. Where, whatever you want, kid. All right. Just leave it. Just leave it. No one's going to say it. Yeah, we're good. I mean, you have a sweet house. Okay. This is, this is that was a sweet ride. That's a sweet. Why don't cars oh. ride like that? Are you still playing with your puck? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, let's. Uh, what are we getting? Uh, I'm hoodie? getting a sweater. What are you doing? Do you have the key? I don't have a key. I don't. I don't my door's open. I don't lock my door. All right, we're going into our hotel now. All right. This is awesome. Very, very nice. And how Nantuckety was this episode? I'd say very tuckety. Remember to rate this show five stars at Apple Podcasts, share a link with a friend, buy a hat or t-shirt at opiradio.com, check out Sherrod's new amazing webpage, smallworldcomedy.com, and please don't forget to give our sponsor a click. You can find their link and more in our episode's description because that's the only way we can continue to give you more episodes of OP Radio. All right. And hey, we're back at Pete's car. That that's was a, a nice podcast like noise. noise. Thank you, Pete. Oh, <laughs> God, I'm in heaven with the podcast noises. Thank you so much. That's a real noise. <laughs> Gloria got quite the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got somebody laughing, I guess. Oh! Oh! The Westwood One Podcast Network. Frangela, the final word. Yeah. Let's prove these people wrong. We keep saying it. Everybody make a commitment to bring somebody to vote who's mm-hmm. either an irregular voter or has never voted before. If you can get more than one person, that would be awesome. We're talking about the primary. Yeah. We're talking about the elections this year. That's right. Frangela, the final word. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free, Free. from the Westwood One Podcast Network.